Hello. Welcome. Oh, that was strange. One and all. Sound like I was entering some kind of like online portal. Welcome to the Body Brain Relief Podcast and the untold benefits of coaching. That's both very formal and a little bit creepy. <laughs> Think we should have that as our new intro? No. Why? No. Best thing is, I know how to do all this, so I can cut that a bit, put it at the beginning, and you've got no say in it. I could go in and delete it. I know how to use it. Do you? Yeah. What could you delete? The episode? I delete all of it. Could you? I could cut it, I could edit it. I can do all this stuff. So. Why don't you do it then? Because uh, you do. Fantastic. <laughs> I'll, use that, I'll use that line for the cooking and washing up later on as well. Oh, <laughs> when I, don't I, did, do it. I did some washing today. Put did it you? on the line. Did you? Yeah. All holiday washes done. The most dreaded part of coming back off a holiday is Second having worst. like a, an instant washing basket full of washing. The most dreaded and the worst bit is actually just waiting for your suitcase oh, yeah. on that carousel. Oh. I think, no, we had a debate about this on holiday. I, You said it's worse on the way home, and I said yeah, it's it the worst on the, way, worst on the way there because the anticipation of, I'm a close from a holiday here. Couldn't like, care is less. everything I need from a holiday here? Not bothered. I, I I was wearing shorts. Well, I was wearing chinos back. I cut them yeah, well, into shorts. You just have to do the, the same thing. So we're in no bikinis or costumes or swimming shorts. Anyway, <laughs> I'll be honest, if I got to the hotel and it was like, yeah, you've no clothes, I'd be like, cool, that's fine. I'm going to go to the bar, get a beer, sit around the pool. How did you get all the way to the hotel with no clothes? I had clothes on that I was wearing. No, I mean, why did you not follow this up with the airport? The airport? Yeah. <laughs> the whole airport. <laughs> I actually don't know who you contact, but I just, I just, do you know what? I'm here now. I'm on holiday. I know, I'm here. I just don't want to spend the rest of my holiday like on the phone. Like, can someone please bring me my credit case? So, sorry, mate. It's gone to uh, America instead. It'll be with you next week. Cool, fine. I'm just going to go enjoy myself. Coming home, actually, that's neither more. It's not my worry anyway, either time. On the way home, it's just such a waste of time. The, the, there was a dog in the hole on the way home, wasn't there? The, there the was. captain told us that there was a forty kilogram, forty five kilogram mm-hmm. dog in the hold. So me and Phil spent a lot of time trying to guess what type of dog it was. And he also said, which really made us laugh. Um, so if you hear any barking, that's what it'll be. Mm. <laughs> Imagine you heard barking. <laughs> we didn't hear any barking, just to clarify. Devastated. Yeah. Sat there with my hand cupped around my ear for five hours on the way. <laughs> also, lay on the floor. Word of advice: don't read um, a book about a plane crash right before you go on holiday, like I did. Do you know what's funny? You read a book about a plane crash on the way to the honeymoon, and I was going to buy a book which is about a couple on a honeymoon that end up in like some kind of like murder thing. <laughs> can you know, we picked two. T- I didn't pick it in there. I picked something else. But can you imagine? That'd be two terrible books to read when you're about to fly away for your honeymoon. Yeah, it would. Anyway. Well, I mean, I did. I read that book. <laughs> no, you did. Silly. <laughs> Good you... book, though. Is it? Yeah. Fantastic. It's your bit I finished now, it yeah. off when I was on the honeymoon after I got off the plane, so I had enough time to read more books to forget about it before we got back on a plane. That's a clever idea. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Right, Jen. Your bit. Yeah. Do you know what? What? It's dead good on the coach. Is it? Just big ourselves up a little bit today, aren't we? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Don't do it often, do it's we? It's our podcast. Do what we want. <laughs> but there is big, definitely a big untold benefit of coaching. And, well, not just one, I suppose, is that there's, yeah. I mean, there's many benefits to having a coach. Yeah. We're talking it, about one today and we're splitting it into three segments is what Jen's trying to tell you. That's what, yeah, that is what I'm trying to say. I just said it more formally. Thank you. Um, segment number one <laughs> but there's 
You've not told them what the benefit is yet, have you? I'm trying. Oh. You keep talking over me. Sorry. <laughs> it's not I'll what podcast now. is for. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'll let you speak. Go on, it's your um, The Jen. untold... Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fun done. Right, go on. The untold benefit. It's having somebody on the outside being able to see in. And that sounds really wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. But when we break that down, it really is about having that like person who is who has like no ties to your current like you and your current life. And I've heard this one quite a lot on um we do like discovery calls just to see if we could be a good fit before we work with someone. And it, it's something that comes up quite a lot about this idea that people end up talking about things that they've held in for like a ridiculously lot, like years and years and years and sometimes never even spoke to anyone about it just because they've not had that person who's like removed from the the current life who's not like fully within it it gives people like a clean slate and allows you to be 100% authentic like it, it allows you to open up in a way that you probably haven't done before and, and speak about things that you've held in for just a really long time and the amount of people who've just been like, do you know what? Like, I already feel better after having this call. Like, I've, I've already got, like, some headspace back off the back of this. And, like, even people who don't work with us sometimes, just having that call just allows them to kind of go away and take action and be like, like even just that call was, was just an eye-opener and something that, like, changed me because I've, like, let out a lot of stuff that was really, like, caught up in my head. 100%. Just a little plug for Jen here as well, because Jen does all of the discovery calls, and if you want to jump on one of those, if you DM Jen the word call, just call, C-A, hello, just the word call. Can you do podcast um, call? Because I get really confused when I get, like, yeah. random messages. Podcast call, then. I get, like, random messages, and I'm like, who's that word, what, call, what? <laughs> you just say podcast call. Um, Jen opens up about five slots a week, about one slot a day. Um and find a time where you can jump on. Because as Jen said, sometimes it's just about having that chat. Just to, I mean, she's going to tell you about online coaching. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> You're going to chat about that as well. But um, at least you know then. You need, you know more about it. Because I, I genuinely believe the service we offer is impossible to tell you. Written, in a message, on a post on social media. We couldn't even sit and explain it via a podcast because we need to know about you. Or Jen needs to know about you. And without knowing about you, it's impossible to tell you what it's going to be like. Um, and I think that's what one of the benefits of the discovery call is, as well mm. as, you know, getting the opportunity to get that headspace, allow yourself to speak about things you've not spoken about forever. It's that ability to be able to just understand how it would specifically work for you. So if you want to message Jen, don't just say call, because you'll get confused. Say podcast <laughs> call. do take a lot, to be honest. Say podcast <laughs> call, and that'll make her happier. And then you can find a time that'll work. So that's the first um, segment number one of why having someone on the outside being able to see and it's beneficial second reason is it's having someone who can be more compassionate than you potentially are able to be right now because often when we do things wrong the human brain naturally goes towards the direction of you're an idiot you're stupid you're not good enough you're rubbish you're not trying hard enough that's not you know it's the direction the brain goes in it's not something that you are you're not at fault you're not broken you've not done anything wrong it's just the first path that the brain goes down. It's why we have every single client one-to-one on WhatsApp because 
having someone from the outside being able to reframe it for you immediately is more powerful than you'll ever realize until it actually happens because and you might notice it now when i say this have a think back to the last time something didn't quite go to plan whether it might probably today because things don't go to plan every day so have a think to the last thing that go plan go to plan today have a think what your response was and if it was a negative one and the way in which you spoke to yourself or about yourself in that moment and then have a think about what impact that then had on the rest of your day so if something didn't quite go to plan first thing this morning you're like what an idiot i can't believe i've done that and then you feel rubbish for the next hour and then you start making decisions for the rest of the day that do not align with what you want to achieve it's simply because of that first thing that happened or that thing it might not have even been the first thing of the day just that thing that happened rolled onto the next hour which rolled onto the rest of the day having someone from the outside being able to respond to that situation with you not for you not against you but just with you working together one-on-one and being like look let's have a chat about this situation let's talk about what's happened and being able to unpack that situation for what it really is allows you to move past it without it taking days weeks months years you can move past it in minutes and hours which means that then the rest of the day it's all good you keep moving forwards and having that person on the outside is what allows that to happen because when you're on the inside it's so challenging to be compassionate with yourself and of course a big part of the coaching program is teaching people how to be compassionate with themselves and how to reach out and ask for that help as well <laughs> yeah because that's challenging in itself but actually doing it initially i think it's one of the it's another one of those things and we hear this all the time with clients it's another one of those things that you feel like you should be able to do but you can't you feel like oh, i should be able to do that well that's okay that you feel that you should be able to but if you can't right now that's one of the things you'll learn the ability to be able to reach out and the ability to be able to be compassionate when things don't quite go to plan Yes, and this last one... Segment number three. ...is um, actually quite relevant. So we actually... we What we do is we live within our current norms. So the people that we work with have done diet after diet after diet and have created a norm of how they live their life, how they approach losing weight, how they approach changing their habits around food and movement and things like that. And they'll be set ways that they think about, this is just who I am and this is just what I do. And what our job as a coach is not to keep telling you the what, because you've been told that a million times, but it's actually to help, or or what a good coach would do is help you see bigger than that and help you to create a step-by-step plan to discover the how rather than just the what. So I will move more, is what you might be thinking, versus how we can actually turn that into a habit within your lifestyle and it's really interesting we got um just got the most lovely thank you card from one of our clients um who has just hit a year with working with us um and she sent a really really nice card and i think this is relevant to this last point she said i think i can't remember the exact wording but words along the lines of like we've helped her see things that she couldn't even see herself that have helped her feel amazing and I think that's what it is, because I actually remember um, my discovery call with her and she actually said to me, I know what I need to do. Like, I know what I need to do. <laughs> she actually was really reluctant to um, join the team because she felt like she knew what she needed to do. She didn't need someone's help. But actually, we've been able to kind of work on a load of stuff that has improved her life vastly. And she's been able to create amazing new habits and see things in a completely different way because 
she's actually changed who she is <laughs> and her identity and, and how she lives her life now. And I think that's what it's all about. It's actually breaking down those stories that we currently have about ourselves and starting to rewrite them and, and think about things in a completely different way than you have done before. 100%. So if you, like I said before, that discovery call is worth so much. And it's absolutely free, which is lovely. Um, but if you want to message Jen the word podcast call, she'll know where you've come from and she will literally just reply. I don't know what she's going to say. Some along the lines of, hey, thanks for your message. Are you free at this time on this day? That'll be it. Like, as simple as that, it will not be as painful as you potentially believe it will be to book in a call and have a chat with Jen. Um, and I would assume the call won't be painful either. I think it'll be fantastic. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it'll be great. Be very informal as Jen. Oh, yeah, I don't do formalities. No. As you may tell, if you're a regular... regular. If, if you're a bottle of oregano. <laughs> if you're a little if you're bottle, a regular listener to the podcast. If you're a little bottle of oregano, you'll know we're not that professional. But if you're a little bottle of basil, you'll think Ooh, we what are... what are we having for tea tonight? Oregano. Paella. Oh, I went. Paella. Paella. Do you know what we've not had for ages? Oregano. Jambalaya. We've not. Love Jambalaya. <laughs> Jambalaya. Uh, jambalaya, yeah, but it fits better to the song if you say it like that. Jambalaya, jambalaya, yeah. Um, jambalaya, da, 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 where you land on someone's page who's really, really good and then you end up watching the last 112 hours of their videos. <laughs> and it was a guy who was saying, uh, when you speak to someone who pronounces everything properly, and basically, if you've seen him, you'll know exactly what I'm going to say now, but like, a guy walks in to speak to his mate and he's like, oh, um, I uh, went to... Pile is... Spanish? Spanish, yeah. So oh, I've been to Spain at the weekend. He's like, oh, did you, um, you know, what was the food like? And he's like, oh, I had some paella. And he's like, some what? And he's like, some paella. And he's like, I don't know, don't know what you mean. Don't know, I've never heard of that. He's like, yeah, paella, like famous Spanish dish. Like, you must have heard it. He's like, no idea what you're on about. He's like, you must have. Like, it's a famous Spanish dish. And he's like, oh, you mean paella? <laughs> <laughs> it made, that. I think that was the first video I watched. And I went through honestly at least another oh, i can't remember there's so many videos he does another one where like Barcelona. and like uh, what else is there that he does it's incredible honestly i was crying laughing phil does this quite a lot he does you, do you know what else you do for quite a lot with the funny chefs funny chefs yeah you, you get in holes funny chef. you find a funny chef and then literally you spend all night showing me videos of the funny chef yeah I do. like the one who gets all the stuff from the freezer i like him I've not watched him in forever. See, yeah, I get not. bored of him eventually as well. Yeah, but you know on the one that... Um, the Yorkshire fella. Does a really funny voiceover. Yeah, he, he's really good. I don't he's know He looks like else. a really good chef as well. His food looks insane. Carson sent me that. He's really, really, really good. He's actually a really good chef. And he's really funny. And they're my two necessities for a <laughs> But I actually fell upon... I like, On TikTok, I just watch people telling jokes, to be honest with you. Yeah, you do. Um, and then I found a podcast, didn't I? Called We Got the Chocolates. Yeah, and you just keep telling me terrible dad I listen jokes to it all it. the time. I listen to it to and from the gym now. Do you? Yeah, it's brilliant. Can you tell honestly. what they're saying now? Oh, do you know what? It's so challenging. They speak so fast. <laughs> they're Australian and they do speak pretty fast. But they speak in their own, like, 
what's the word? You know, like people have slang. like slang. That's it. They have, they have their own slang for everything. So sometimes they'll say a full sentence. And I'm like, I don't know what you've just said. I've not clue because <laughs> they'll use words I don't know what any of them mean. I've not really listened to a podcast in ages, me. Mm, I shouldn't be saying that whilst on our podcast, should I? Why? You don't need to do research. <laughs> How to speak into microphone. <laughs> Done. Anyway, it's time for the on-the-spot question. And this is from our regular number one fan, guess. Oh, you've you've not thought this up yourself? No, I remember this. Oh. Thanks, Jonesy. I imagine it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Jonesy. Thanks um, for saying. She actually sent me this at the beginning of April, but we've not recorded a podcast since. So. We have. I don't think we have. We have, because I just checked and one went out on the 21st of April was the last one. Oh, it must have been your turn for a question then. We just missed a week, Jen, because we was on our honeymoon. Did we not miss two? Well, that's what I'm saying, like, we missed a week, but then we went on our honeymoon. Oh, so then we didn't record one for that yeah. week. That's yeah. right. We're allowed a week off. We're know. prepping for our honeymoon, and then we had our honeymoon, so we yeah. didn't record one for two weeks. So was, I'd had five pints by the time I'd used the recording. <laughs> so I didn't record a podcast. I was also sunburnt. Very. Uh, right. Oh, and we didn't take our microphone abroad as well. That's another reason. Just didn't fit so in the case. Many... Didn't have enough. Too didn't many books. Didn't take our laptops either. Too many books. Filled up. How many books? Five, five. six, six. Five. I thought it was six. No, I've been six. I've read them all anyway. I read them all. Five. We're both absolute bookworms on I holiday. I know so we? many words now that I didn't know. Right, before I went. come on, question. Plethora. Question. Plethora. <laughs> Love the word plethora. We're having a, t- a chat this morning about plethora and ecl- eclectic. And the difference between the, the two. The difference between the two. Apparently, you can't have a plethora of eclectic things, which disappointed me. Well, an eclectic means a variety of different things. So, like, you can have an eclectic music taste, but apparently, pleth- a plethora just means you've got lots of. I knew they were similar, but I, did, I couldn't understand why. Well, I couldn't, like, verbalise why. So, I took a plethora of books. But I also took an eclectic You didn't section. take an eclectic mix because they were all just psychological thrillers. Very true. <laughs> you did mm. take a plethora of books, though. I did. Just yeah. not an eclectic mix. No. Never mind. Maybe I will next time. Um. Right. A question for you. Define plethora. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it was. Go on. Um, by the way, that's an insight into our life, isn't it? What? That's... That was our conversation this morning. Yeah, relationship one-on-one. That's what we chat about. If you want to stay in a happy relationship. That is how the romance is still going. The secret to a happy relationship is a dictionary. <laughs> theosaurus. It's just a what? Theosaurus. Thesaurus? No, Theosaurus. <laughs> it's, like it's a dinosaur, isn't it? Theosaurus, we adore. I don't know what that means. It's like a Diodora, we adore you. The brand? Was that from Theodora? Was it the advert? I can't tell you how long I've been trying to ask that question for. What question? This question here. Oh, go on then. Right, go on. Me? It's you? <laughs> Are you trying to psych yourself up? Go on, Jen. <laughs> if you had to get a tattoo or piercing today, yeah. what would you get? Oh, I've already got my ears pierced, haven't I? Oh my goodness, I forgot you've got your ears pierced. Mm, okay. Can you still get an earring in them? Yeah, because you put mine in once. I put yours just... in every now and again just to make sure. <laughs> it really makes me laugh when I do it as well. It's funny. Um, <laughs> pirate. I'd get a tattoo and I, I genuinely, I've wanted tattoos for years and just never done it. I'd quite like um, You're a lot a full of tattoos. sleeve, don't you? Yeah, I want a full sleeve on both arms. Quite like my chest done as well and my upper back. But you've not started with any yet. I've got zero tattoos <laughs> right now, so I'm doing really well with that. To be fair, this is a good question for you because you've literally got a note full of tattoo ideas, haven't you? Yeah, I wanted one of my arms to be dedicated to my love for Jen. <laughs> <laughs> what would you put on there? Just my face. 
No, probably not. <laughs> um, Scare people away. I would imagine. Imagine, right? You're asleep on your arm. You wake up, <laughs> and, you, and your face is staring at you. And then I move my arm out of the way, and you're staring at me. Um, no, I think I, I wanted one of my arms to be dedicated to when I went travelling, because that's a big part of my life. Um, and then I wanted my other arm to just be dedicated to all different things that I've done within my life. So like, there was like, I wanted the Manchester B on there, didn't I? Yeah. Um, just various different things. I wanted it to be, I I didn't want it to be, not that there's anything wrong with like just a random tattoo that looks good. I think they're great as well. I generally, I just think tattoos look fantastic. But um, I just wanted it to be quite personal and dedicated to all the stuff I've done, where I've been and things I've achieved. Um, but then I realised I've never achieved anything, so I didn't get a tattoo. <laughs> So technically, I've got a tattoo. Now, so I've got a tattoo of everything I've achieved. It's in a marathon, so you can do that. Oh, I could get like a finish line, couldn't I, on my wrist? Yeah, with the date. But Any I don't time. Read, I'll not be able to read it. Why? Can't read finish. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, that one got me. It's good on that one. Yeah, it was. Can we end it there? What? Can we end the podcast there? <laughs> Oh, there's your answer anyway, Jonesy. I would get a tattoo. I'd get many tattoos. Uh, I don't think I'd get... I, I'm not massively into piercings. Thought I was, but I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd get any, I don't think I'd get any piercings now. I, I can't think of anything I'd get pierced. Oh, eyebrow piercing. Very no, 90s. I don't think it'd look good on me. No. I don't think I'd suit an eyebrow piercing. I saw Jake from Five because he had an eyebrow piercing. Did you? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. That's all right. I've got over that face. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah, I've got my ears done. Don't wear earrings ever, so that's pointless. Um, I, I wouldn't want to get my lip or my nose or my eyebrow or. You did facial. ask me once if a nose piercing would suit you. I did, yeah, I was just wondering. Because I, I, I thought your nose was too big. <laughs> I don't want to draw more attention to this huge nose. Hey, everybody, if you've not seen my massive nose, it's now got a big shiny object in it just to make sure you can see it. It's like getting an arrow pointed to my bald head with the word bald just written underneath just it. Just to clarify, my mum once said that my type was big noses, so I'm not being mean to Phil because yeah, I yeah. actually love his big nose. That's not necessarily true that you're not being mean to me, though. Why? Because your mum could have once said, you're really into ugly blokes, and then you've gone, Phil's really ugly, but I'm not being mean because my mum said I was into him. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. But that's though. not what I said. I'm over it now, anyway. I've realised it's big and there's not really much I can do, despite my Google searching for about five <laughs> years on how I was going to get it smaller. I like your nose. Good. Because it's sticking about, literally. <laughs> Anyway. On that note. There's your untold benefits of coaching. And, and there's your joke. And maybe if you're listening to this in the future, like 10 years, message me and see if I've got any tattoos. Yeah. And if I've not, yeah, we've got people who start from the beginning. Imagine when we're on like episode 200 mm-hmm. and someone started from the beginning and got all the way to this episode and by the time they've got that, you've got a full sleeve. Imagine. That would be fun. It would. Although they can't see it because it's a podcast. So I it's... hope I've got my next two tattoos as well. Your next two? Yeah, I know what I'm having for next two. Do you? Yeah. Are you going to reveal or is it a secret? Uh, no, I'll tell you. I'm having, I'm good enough along my arm. Mm. I'm having wedding flowers on my other arm. Lovely. I like that. I like that a lot. You've got a current tattoo, haven't you, Jim? Do you want to tell people about that or not? My B. Got B on your ankle, yeah. haven't you? My grandma. I was called Grandma B. Mm. And then we lived in Manchester, so it's got a double meaning. And she was also a bumblebee, for those who don't know. <laughs> she was not a bumblebee. She just wore yellow and black jumpers all the time. <laughs> she didn't. Did she not? Did she have wings? <laughs> Why did they call her Grandma Bee? She's nothing like a bee. Called she were, Beatrice. Ah, no, it's because she was buzzing. <laughs> anyway, Reggie's just woke up, perfect timing. Right, on that note. Can you hear him giving a little shaky shake? I've said on that note so many times in this podcast, it's unreal. On what note? Uh,
That note. <laughs> Jen's trying to play the triangle with a stand that's made out of plastic. Right. Yeah, if you've heard any weird noises throughout this, it's because I was just fiddling with a camera stand, so I'm sorry about that. Tripod. Tripod, that's the one. Um, it's just, I need to fiddle with something and it was a... Okie doke, have an incredible week. There's your untold benefits of coaching. There's your joke. There's your tattoo answer. See you in a bit. Bye.